This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. Be forewarned of corn market John Deere lows. Near March 1st of every year, farmers typically need to raise some cash through grain sales to pay cash rents, pay taxes, make land and equipment payments, and pay for crop inputs for the coming growing season. This is a cash flow need derived market fundamental. Commercials know this need to raise money by farmers and often step back from the market to see how low it can go knowing that farmers will be forced to make some sales regardless of the price. As it stands today, corn farmers are undersold and are fighting the bear market. I do not think that some fully appreciate that the supply-demand balance has changed and the corn market is now behind an eight ball. The year-to-year carryover projection is greatly inflated and there doesn't appear to be enough new demand coming to the rescue. There is a regional disparity where corn stocks in the western corn belt remain tighter than in the eastern corn belt, This is reflected in their respective regional basis levels. The Chicago border trade primarily discovers our export price discovery, so it's struggled. Exports need help from reduced Brazilian competition and a recovery in Chinese export demand that may or may not happen. China grew 10 million metric tons more corn, which reduces its need to import and extends its window of self-sufficiency. A 2.156 billion bushel carryover gives us nearly 800 million bushel greater cushion of supply from the previous year. USDA also increased usage accordingly, but where are you going to find demand to use enough additional bushels to tighten the carryover? As I have noted in previous reports, the poultry industry is trying to recover from losses and has to compensate for bird flu. The cattle industry is still liquidating, with a trend of fewer feeders to go on feed. Well, the pork industry is losing its shirt, and some herd reduction is required to balance supply and demand. There's no great opportunity in all that for significant gains in feed consumption. Rabobank says the meat protein reduction is worldwide. Well, exports improved. They could. USDA already has increased its 2023-24 export projection by 414 million bushel from the previous year in its balance sheet. Can that materialize? Can they improve more? The answers are unlikely to come until spring or later. I think that there is a good setup from delayed soybean planting in Brazil for that to shrink their second crop corn production. Argentine corn production will recover with the moderation of their drought. The drought there is shrinking but is not yet fully abated. They are running out of time. In my opinion, the greatest opportunity to see significant growth in corn consumption would come from the ethanol sector. Ethanol margins are black, but plants are not running near capacity as they match production to demand. There's plenty of unutilized capacity to crush more corn for ethanol, and the supply of corn is there for it. What it takes is market incentive. Unfortunately, that is greatly determined by political policy. The Biden administration is reportedly mistakenly afraid of year-round E15. Somehow they see that as a risk to higher prices at the pump, and they have become paranoid over the price of gas, seeing the outsized impact that it has had on consumer sentiment. Biden's EPA reportedly wants more time to complete its year-round E15 rule. The EPA has had years to get this done, so the further delay is political. There are other things, such as approval of higher ethanol blends in non-flex fuel vehicles. I use E30. The Biden administration should also adopt the GREET formula from the Argonne National Lab, 
for determining carbon scores which is favorable for biofuels. GREED is considered to be the gold standard for life cycle analysis of technologies and energy systems. GREED adoption plus CO2 pipelines and sequestration cannot happen soon enough. Sustainable aviation fuel guidelines will reportedly soon be released, but the date of Christmas is more certain. The Treasury Department has the authority to determine what fuel qualifies for the green subsidies. The guidelines are anticipated to make it easier for sustainable aviation fuel made from corn-based ethanol to qualify for the subsidies. The decision was expected in September, but here, too, the Biden administration has been dragging its feet over the issue. If the billions in SAF subsidies are made available to the ethanol industry, plants would expand their crush. This is viewed as one of the few ways to materially grow the ethanol industry and subsequently corn demand. While there are potential factors that can improve corn demand, they're unlikely to occur in time before farmers need to make sales. The inflated corn carryover has the trade discussing a reduction in 2024 planted corn acres. Last year, farmers were offered a favorable crop insurance guaranteed price set in February. The market was buying corn acres last year, but will not need to repeat that incentive given the much larger carryover. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits. Futures trading involves risk. The risk of loss in trading futures and or options is substantial, and each investor and or trader must consider whether this is a suitable investment. Past performance is not indicative of future results.